Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Textroverts, the podcast exploring the how behind the who of people working in tech. My name is Martina Simon and I am your host. This podcast covers anything but the job. We introduce the guest, move on to the buzz wheel, a letter number randomizer that determines the questions I'll ask, and we close with sage advice about careers in the industry. Plug in. We're recording. Christian, over to you. Hi, Martina. As you said, I'm Christian. I'm based in Sao Paulo. I lead the advocacy and community team here in Latin America. And I'm happy to bring the Brazilian swag here to the tech Roots. Happy to be here. <laughs> Amazing. Without further ado, as you guys know from previous episodes, I don't like to spend too long or any amount of time really talking about the work. So I'm going to delve straight into the buzzwill, which is a bank of 520 questions where the question format is determined by the letter. So any letter between A and Z determines the format, how, why, when, where, who, etc. And the number determines the question topic. And there are 20 different topics. So I don't want to give too much away. These are completely random. Christian, would you please give me a letter and a number combination? Great. I'm anxious for this dynamic. So let's go. <laughs> let's go to G13. Mm-hmm. G13. 13 brings the topic of memories. And the category for G, you've actually picked quote. And the quote here is by Kin Hubbard. And it says, no one ever forgets where he buried the hatchet. I take the quote to mean people never really get over when you've had differences. You move past it. You know, you have an argument with somebody and you say, look, let's bury the hatchet. Let's get over it and kind of move on. People should probably remember to learn from that. So I guess the question here is just, do you have an experience where it could be in your professional or personal life, you've learned something from that trying relationship? And what did you learn? Yeah, of course. I think that by being part of a minority, I'm a gay man. Mm -hmm. And as part of the gay community, Mm -hmm. of course, I had my issues growing my career, right? Some barriers on getting my opinions shadowed by people that were not Accepting. judging me yeah, yeah. for my ideas, but because of the person I am. Mm. So that's something that minorities in general need to face every time, Absolutely. right? And, and Absolutely. Many places. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are fortunate that we work in an industry where this is something that it's getting better and better. But mm-hmm. I think this is still a reality for many, many great professionals across the world. Absolutely. And I love the example you gave. As a black woman, I'm a minority. You can see, we call them microaggressions. Someone's not quite saying something directly offensive, but they may act in a way where it discounts either your opinion or your point of view. There's one thing I've learned from it. Speaking up is really important. I do think more and more, especially as I get a little bit older, is trying to understand somebody else's position as well, even if it's not the right position. Why do they have that view? Because a lot of it is coaching. You know, you talk about people that are homophobic potentially, and of course that needs to be stamped out. It's completely unacceptable. Sometimes they're a product of their environment as well. So I love the culture here at the company where there's a lot of training, making sure that we recognize when there's bias. Yeah, you're right. And especially when I think about my own position. So even though Mm. I'm part of this minority, I still hold my privileges, right? So as a a man, yeah. As a man, as a a white man. A Caucasian man, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's all part of an intersectionality that makes me part of a whole system that I can be a victim sometimes, but most of the times I am the one who needs to speak up on behalf of other people that have not the voice. 
And I see that at home. My boyfriend is a black man. He has a seven-year-old daughter. Mm. And sometimes as a black girl, she faces prejudice at school. And at home, I can see that although we are part of a minority, there are many, many layers of discrimination that we can face. People see him different than they see me. So uh, mm -hmm. it's very, it's on our faces every time, right? Yeah. And we can see that and we need to react to that. You dig into empathy in such a deep way where I think you can see loads of stances and positions because it's a lived experience. And um, I'm so, so happy that there are people like yourself. Yeah, that's so beautiful to hear. Thank you. <laughs> But before we turn this into a love fest, let's move on to another letter and number combination, please. B15. Yeah. B15. 15 brings the topic of nostalgia. And the question under B is, can you remember your favorite toy as a child? Oh, I remember it was a doll. <laughs> Do you remember uh, She-Ha from He-Man? Yes, yeah, very vaguely. Tell me about the doll, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was from this cartoon. He-Man was this guy from the cartoon. And She-Ha was like some sort of a queen, the princess of power. There was this very fun story because I am from a very, very small town. And my parents, they owned a grocery store. So, mm. you know, very, very traditional town. I had this doll. I, you know, loved to dance Backstreet Boys, uh, Hanson, you know. <laughs> It was the whole show. Actually, the doll was not mine. I had a friend who owned the doll. And then because my parents owned the grocery store, my mm -hmm. treat was in change of having time to play with the doll, I gave her chocolates. Mm -hmm. And my parents always asked me, why are you bringing her so many chocolates every time you go there? <laughs> so... <laughs> How much storytelling was there in the games you played with She-Ra? Did she have other mates? Did you have the He-Man doll? No, it was like uh, just She-Ra and she <laughs> was everything to me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is amazing. I right? think it was all about the hair, you know. The and, hair. And, she has yeah, fabulous hair. Yeah. Fabulous yeah. hair. And I, I got so, so, you know, amazed about the, the appearance. And <laughs> Christian also has fabulous hair, guys, for those who uh, can't see him. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's pick another letter and a number combination, please. D8. D8. Eight is the topic of education. And the question here is, did you enjoy school as a child? Yes, I did enjoy school. I was sort of a nerd at school. <laughs> <laughs> What did you nerd out on? Science fiction. And I had those moments of getting very, very deep on something, right? So mm. uh, dinos, volcanoes, and then... When Harry Potter came up, I, I was just obsessed with, uh, you know, Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. And, and... Which house are you in Harry? Oh, I was a Gryffindor. I'm a Ravenclaw. So, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you got into Harry Potter. Did you have all of the books? Did you see all of the movies? Have you been to Harry Potter world? Yeah, yeah. I, I read all, all of the books. But then, you know, when the series finished, I was not that obsessed anymore. Got it out uh, of your system. Yeah. <laughs> I still have a good time whenever I see it on TV, but I did enjoy school. I had great friends from school. Mm. I actually skipped schools many times because I changed cities to go to another school, a better school and, and get better education. But I had this very nice moment when I moved to Mexico for one year. And there I had some very, very good friends from school because learning the language and interacting with people, people really, really embraced me in a very nice way. So it was a great experience. It's amazing to know. Love that. 
Can we have another letter and number combination, please? M2. M2. Two brings the topic of travel. And the question under M is, should traveling be a government-supported initiative like education and healthcare? That's an amazing question. And actually, it goes in a broader discussion of Uh, mm. How the government can support people that want to go abroad and live in other cultures, right? Mm. And there was this amazing experience in Brazil, for instance, where people were encouraged to go for a year exchange whenever they were in the university. People studied one year of their career abroad with a scholarship paid by the government. And it was an amazing experience mainly because more than exposing people to other cultures, we were able to build bridges with different universities. And this is something that I think should be encouraged every time that we, we have the opportunity. I would say that attached to some public policy, it will be amazing to have it. I think it helps to combat against things like closed-mindedness. It doesn't have to be super expensive, but even in the United Kingdom, for instance, I think if you've never visited the countryside or the seaside as somebody that lives in the city, there's so much you're missing out on. It's a completely different culture. So I completely agree with you. And um, between me and you, we can change the world. <laughs> <laughs> and, on, and on that note, I would love to ask you for the final letter and number combination, please. Oh, that will be T14. T14. Okay. 14 brings the topic of music. And the question under T is, which so-called classic album do you think is overrated? Oh, the dark side of the moon. That's uh, Pink Floyd, right? That's <laughs> yeah, Pink that's Floyd Pink Floyd. album, yeah. But in my defense, this is maybe a, Braz a very, very Brazilian thing. But there was a time here in Brazil where people used it to play the dark side of the moon mm. with The Wizard of Oz. So they played the, the movie and, and the, the, the album at the, sa at the same time. <laughs> What was that meant to do? I've not heard I of don't, it. I don't know. They say that <laughs> there are some moments in the movie where you can feel like the... The story connects They are sort to the... of connected and things like that. You know, I was not connected with the album anymore because of that. <laughs> I'm not the hugest Pink Floyd fan, but when you say overrated, is it because of the Wizard of Oz thing? Or is it because the music was just subpar to you? No, maybe I'm, I'm being unfair. This is not, it's not <laughs> overrated at all. I like the album. Maybe it's just a bad memory. I had this bad memory about the, the situation. <laughs> Came out of my mind because just... of my bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I won't, um, I won't hold you to ransom for that. Um, Christian, this has been such a fabulous chat. I've laughed so much and my cheeks hurt. So thank you for that. In the last few minutes of this podcast, the tradition is for me to ask the guest, to give some sage advice to anybody listening that either wants to get into big tech or just be a better version of themselves. Perfect. I would say there are a lot of people talking about how to get into mm -hmm. the tech industry. That's something that you can easily find online, right? But one thing that I think it's very, very difficult to find and pursue is managing and embracing ambiguity. It's difficult, but it's necessary. One thing that I do is I check in with myself, with people that I trust on how accelerated we are on taking some very important decisions, right? We know that sometimes we need to quickly take some decisions, but sometimes you need to think a little bit more and hear another perspectives to be able to at least 
mitigate risks when you are in front of an ambiguous question, right? Every time I realize I am in front of something that has no right answer or clear mm -hmm. answer, I step back, I consult with the people I trust, people that I know can be my mentors. Mm -hmm. And I try to take a moment to think mm -hmm. rather than regret if I take the wrong decisions. To summarize and let me know if this is fair, get comfortable with being a little bit uncomfortable sometimes. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because there's so many things that we, we won't know the answer to. And I completely resonate with that. The world is a, a wild place. And so um, that's brilliant advice. Christian, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for being so open and honest. I've really enjoyed chatting with you today. Thank you. I had an amazing time. Thank fantastic. you so much. And uh, we'll care. leave it there. Take care.